0: What is going on, you guys? Rick Uchino here for the Believe Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning into this special edition of the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. My conversation with SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan ahead of her match, an Extreme Rules match at the appropriately named Premium Live event, Extreme Rules this Saturday in Philadelphia against Ronda Rousey. We're going to dive into all of that, but first things first. Football is Back Bet Online remains your number one source. For all of your football betting needs this season, you'll find the latest odds, matchup information, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long, always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit i said 100 make sure to use our promo code believe that is b-l-e-a-v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts this is a special presentation for the believe in pro wrestling podcast here's rick Uccino on the believe podcast network what is going on, you guys? Rick Uchino here, SB Nation Believe Podcast Network. This is a huge week for WWE. We got the season's premiere of SmackDown and Raw coming up on Fox and USA Network, respectively. But Peacock, Saturday, Philadelphia. We are all set to watch this woman go just medieval on Ronda Rousey. You it, know it. It's Extreme rules. The SmackDown Women's Champion is here. Liv Morgan, how are you doing? How are we feeling heading into this big week here?
1: I mean, I woke up, you smacked on women's champions today.
0: So I'm feeling
1: (laughs) fantastic.
0: Is it safe (laughs) to say the honeymoon period isn't over yet with that thing?
1: No. No. Never. This is like the best relationship I've ever been in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to talk about, you know, your match coming up here soon, but I want to focus on that championship here to, to start because I've talked with a few different people, you know, about their first ever world title run, you know, most often after they've ended. And like in retrospect some people talk about there being like a sense of, of nervousness that surfaced while they were champion. Winning the title is one thing, but being the champion is something completely different. What has this run been like for you so far?
1: Yeah, I think it went from like, um, disbelief. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm the champion. Am I really the champion to like, I'm the champion, you know? Um, and it's been like a process. It's been a journey. Um, I think in the beginning, I just was so in disbelief that I made my dreams come true that it was, it, it took, it took a couple of weeks for this to like settle in and feel real. It didn't feel real for what feels like forever. I remember people asking me like, does it feel real yet? And it's been like a month and a half later and I'm still like, no. And they're like, no, you know, um, but I feel like over the last couple of weeks, um, The last month or so it's really 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 settled um and it doesn't feel like yes thank you i'm grateful to be champion it feels like no like i i'm the smackdown women's champion i'm the rightful smackdown women's champion and i'm perhaps the best woman for the job right now
0: what was there kind of that like lights on moment you know, during the that, that stretch, was there anything you can kind of pinpoint to where you're like, okay, you know, I'm I'm here now, it's it's time to get to work, you know?
1: Yeah, it was um it was the week after SummerSlam actually. It was cutting that promo in the ring. It was having the fans pissed at me. It was such um like a reality dose to me that i'll never forget but was so grateful and appreciative have that experience in a weird way which i know sounds weird because i was getting food but it was just like what i needed i feel like um to kind of really like this is real like you are the champion you are representing the company you are representing this title everything that you do matters
0: yeah i was gonna we all we all have those moments in life right and that's how you 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 can learn from everything, whether it's a positive or, or, or a negative, you know, kind of situation. So, you know, that again, that was something that, that you needed. And maybe that kind of ties into my next question here is like, this is something that you you worked for your, your entire life to get to this point. Did you what were your expectations of what it was going to be like and how is that, you know, kind of uh, mirrored toward reality of what it's been like?
1: Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know what I expected. I don't know really what my expectations were. I just knew that I wanted to be the champion. (laughs) Well, it's like the pinnacle, right? It's like the pinnacle of what we do. It's like, if you don't want to be champion, it's like, why are you doing this, right? So it's like, I wanted to be champion, but I didn't even know why I wanted to be champion. I just know that like when you're the champion, you're considered the very best. And that was something that I was like yearning for and fighting for. Like, I really wanted that validation of like, all your sacrifice, all your hard work, it it means something and it's paid off. Um, But honestly, being champion, it's so much more than that. There is a true, for me, at least, there's like a true responsibility to like the locker room, to the other women. Um, Obviously, you're representing this massive, massive worldwide global company. especially during this insane time of transition that the wwe you know went through um it it was a lot but i i am very proud and honored that i'm the champion during this time and um and just have been champion i don't know it just it means more to me it's so real to me it means more to me than having a title or being considered champion there's so many layers that go into it it's truly an honor
0: has taking on that kind of like that leadership role uh has that kind of been the biggest change in your life whether kayfabe or not you know since becoming champion
1: um um so it's like i feel like i i'm i'm a different human being in and out of the ring now being champion than i was before being champion for sure but it's all changes that came to me like naturally it's like nothing that I had to work to do or work to feel like um just as I settled in as champ um it just became very clear and like natural to me like what those responsibilities are and what kind of champion do I want to be you know I don't want to be the champion that um is feeling entitled and is feeling like I've got to look better than everyone all the time it's like no I want to be the champion that literally and genuinely lifts up the division that lifts up the locker room that lifts up every single person that I work um um I know that I'm the champion but because I'm the champion I am not worried like I want you to look great Uh, I don't know you know it's like um there's more to being champion than just like stepping on everyone and showing that you're the best. There's a lot of little intricacies and um I don't know, real champion, real champion stuff. Sure. I, I want to make, I want, I want you guys all to be successful. You know,
0: is, it's, is not, there just, some,
1: it's is, not just my success.
0: Yeah. Is there somebody that uh, you watched, you know, as you were, you know, waiting and working for your opportunity? Is there somebody that you watched when they were on top that, you know, kind of instilled that mindset in you?
1: Um, yeah, you know, um, I mean, before her, before her turn, you know, Bailey, um, I think, I think Bailey, you know, um, she is someone that I've had my entire WWE journey with, you know, she was here. She was locker room leader when I started in NXT and, um, She always wants what's best for like the betterment of the women's division and women's wrestling in general. You know, it's not just about her or her being on top or her looking fantastic. It's about who you're in there with and everyone else.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, even now after her turn, yeah, it's all about damage control, but she's still trying to lift up, you know, yeah. You know, her her her
1: partners, you know, she wants her partners to shine. She wants to establish her partners, even when she's being a bad guy, you know?
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Still
1: low key honorable.
0: Right. The every, you know, It's like, it's like that, you know, that, that Thanos theory, you know, he was kind of right, you know, but all right. So let's dive into extreme rules here this weekend. You have Ronda Rousey in an extreme rules match. And I may be wrong on this, but I think most fans will look at this match and go, well, Liv Morgan's insane, right? Why would she challenge Ronda Rousey to a match where literally anything goes, but we have seen that extreme side of Liv Morgan before. Elimination Chamber, Money in the Bank, Becky Lynch's gym, Lacey Evans' backside. We know <laughs> that you can throw down now. So just how much of that violent side should fans expect to see Saturday? How far is Liv Morgan willing to go?
1: Um, There's no, there's no length. There's no length. There's literally, there's nothing that I won't do. And I mean that so very genuinely. There's absolutely nothing that I wouldn't do, and there's especially nothing that I wouldn't do to keep this championship. Um, I, Rhonda's gonna have to kill me. like I've said it before, but I just mean that so quite literally, like eh, <laughs> you're gonna have to get creative if you think anything's gonna keep me down from winning my championship or keeping my championship. Um, and it's also I a part of me kind of thinks it's like funny that people think that I'm crazy for challenging Ronda, who is not from this world, to a match that literally captured my heart into wrestling. What, you know, extreme rules and the, the extreme, the tables, letters, chairs, that's why I fell in love with WWE. And you guys think that I'm crazy for challenging a woman that is not from this sport into a match that made me fall in love with the business. It's like, I think you're crazy.
0: <laughs> and, you know, we, we we have seen you, you know, bust out the bat and the kendo stick. We know you can get medieval off the top of a ladder. Rhonda has said she wants to bust out the thumbtacks on Saturday. Is there, something oh. that you, is there something that you really want to get in and get your shots in with on Saturday?
1: I think thumbtacks would be cool. Well, we haven't had any women do thumbtacks. So I'd love to you know, I'd love for us to kind of um bring that back. Um, but I have no like expectations. I have no inklings of anything that I'm gonna do or anything that's gonna happen. I don't know what she wants. You know, it's like I don't know. This match is full of one hundred different unpredictable factors. Like there's, there's no rope break. Anyone can interfere. Everything in that building is legal to use in the match, you know? So it's like, how do you prepare for something like that? Or how do you even go about planning anything? It's like, you can't plan a thing.
0: Are, Are you doing any kind of special, you know, prep work? You talked about watching like, you know, back in the day, the TLC matches and the extreme matches, you know, is there anything that you're kind of diving back and using history a bit to kind of maybe see what you can pull off from a creative standpoint on Saturday?
1: Um, um, so I have not dove into my, my research yet. I've not dove into my research yet. That's what um, this week is for. But um, yeah, I plan on watching like anything I can kind of really get my hands on just for some inspo, some ideas, some creativity, see if there's anything that I can pull from. Um, But I think it's more of a mental prep than it is like studying tape or, you know, it's just really getting your mind right to have no fear and to be willing to be put through anything.
0: Yeah, how do you get into that mindset, right? Because like I I did a little bit of of, of training back in the day. Nothing nothing big, but you know, the regular stuff hurts. So now you're coming into this where there's ladders and kendo sticks and baseball bats and, and possibly- I like
1: love it so much though. I know it's really? Really? sick, but I love it so much. I'm excited for it. Um
0: Where does that mindset come from? Just um, loving pain like that like where let does me
1: that think, I, I'm, I'm sure that's a trauma that i can pull from that <laughs> <laughs> that explains why i am the way that i am um
0: it's a hard question i know right like it, yeah there's, basically. Just, something,
1: there's just something there's like a passion about it there's just like someone that is willing to put their body through anything um it's like you have to love something with your whole entire heart and soul. And I don't know how, how else to show my love for wrestling than to like show you guys like I will I will do anything for this. I will put my body through anything just so you could understand how much this means to me and how much I love this. Um I don't know how else to really explain it more than that. It's like for you to understand what this means to me, I will roll through thumbtacks on fire.
0: <laughs> Sign me up for that spot. Um, do, do you think that there is anything that Ronda Rousey can and will put you through this Saturday that will come close to inflicting as much pain as the one chip challenge?
1: Ooh. no, no, that was like eternal. That was like, it, e- Internally, my insides were were dying. They were um, it wasn't the spice of the chip. It was like how it made my intestines and my gut feel. I literally like unbuttoned my pants, like my belly button hurt. Like I didn't know. There was no like release from the pain. It was just time. I just had to like sit and suffer for like a whole hour. And then I was like, man, honestly, realistically, I don't know if I could even wrestle tonight. You know, I'm like, I'm gonna have to be replaced. Like I don't (laughs) I don't know if I could even go on um yeah that was like it was agony it was excruciating it was
0: i I, i've never done the one chip challenge don't do it i
1: remember
0: i remember in high school i was in art class and all of a sudden my my teacher who had like walked out of the room uh for a couple minutes comes bursting back into the classroom and like dives into the sink where they like wash the uh the, the brushes out and everything and he starts choking on the water fountain because one of the other teachers down the hall had this like insane hot sauce from you know some other side of the world and so we were all ragging on him right and then he's like all right you know what come on down and s- several of us ended up going down there to try this hot sauce so i'm an idiot right and i lathered this thing up on this chip and oh. i just drenched it and i, I shot it all down it was like first 15 seconds i'm like this is absolutely nothing and then it all hit and i spent the rest of the hour and a half period just literally soaking down a water fountain that did absolutely nothing.
1: It, yeah, apparently it water's no good. Apparently it's no, it's milk. not. And I don't like dairy, so I was just was, like, suffering. Austin was, like, he's, like, putting creamers on his tongue. And I was, like, I can't even do that. Like, I, I that's disgusting to me. I'd rather sit and suffer in silence than to drink creamer. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah
1: it, it was just it, – it was – the burning of your intestines that killed me <laughs> the spice was okay but <laughs> don't even do the chip challenge honestly at least, you
0: got, the, at least you got the flashback and, and get your tongue blue for like a half second there
1: i did I, that was really nice it did turn my tongue a really good shade of blue it was a nice deep blue it was a whole entire thing but yeah i wasn't okay for a couple of days <laughs>
0: Oh man, that was—that's on the up, up, down, down YouTube channel. By the way, you can check that out. Highly entertaining. Uh, that was all Braun Strowman's fault, and he is a menace. Uh, Terrible. <laughs> yes. Uh, last question here, because I, I, you know, you've probably been asked about it 18 times already, but a lot of intrigue around Extreme Rules on Saturday. Do you think we get to the bottom of the white rabbit hole in Philadelphia? What ah, do you think is possibly going know. on there?
1: I don't know. I hope so. I think we all have been like, you know, scanning the QR codes, putting together all the little Easter eggs, trying to figure out what is going on. Um, And honestly, I mean, if I don't find out, I won't be mad because it's been fun.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I love a little scavenger hunt, but um, I think we're all intrigued. I think we're all ready to see what is going on.
0: I think Just recently not during my
1: match, though. Just whatever it is, like, don't happen during. Right.
0: Ex- yes. During exactly. My <laughs> we, we've seen a lot of this stuff happen during the women's segments on Raw, so let's leave the let's leave the matches alone. This. Yeah. This, let's leave Saturday the ladies sure. out
1: of it, unless I mean, unless it's a woman. You know, I don't know. It can
0: fair point Pretty i you important. know everybody wants to talk about white rabbit i think all these clues recently have been red herrings we'll see what actually pops up uh coming up this uh this saturday lots of intrigue like i said looking forward to your match i'm rooting for you go kick ronda rousey's ass are you rooting we? for me i am yes okay. genuinely genuinely i don't blow smoke <laughs> all right i say what i mean and i'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you on sunday for
1: thank sure thank you